Hello and welcome to the Cultivated by Karen show. I'm your host, Karen Antonini. This show is a blend of culture, cuisine, and comfort. So if you're interested in exploring culinary and cultural experiences, learning about people whose love for food and drink have inspired enterprises, and discovering a few new recipes, you've come to the right place. Hello, friends. Today, I am excited to introduce my guest, J.W. Wiseman founder and CEO of Curious Elixirs, the booze-free cocktail company with a bevy of beverages inspired by bartender crafted drinks. JW is a marketing guru, as proven in his work with Thrillist, Skillshare, and his company Good Business, which he founded in 2013 to help companies that aim to do well and do good in the world, primarily in the food and wellness industries. Today, JW will discuss the inspiration and creation of his Curious Elixirs brand. We'll talk about the fast-growing non-alcoholic beverage industry, and he will share a favorite recipe. Welcome to the show, JW. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks, Karen. Great to be here. You've had such great success in your career. Tell me about the inspiration behind creating Curious Elixirs. Well, the short answer is that... uh... I was drinking too much. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had opened a whiskey bar while I was uh, running marketing at Thrillist, um, you know, a media company. And in opening a whiskey bar and a nightclub in New York City, you find that you can drink an awful lot and still be very productive. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just found a point where I had one night that I had 20 drinks in a night and I was fine the next day. And no one should be fine, you know, after 20 drinks. So it was kind of scary. I thought I would be like more hungover or more debilitated. And the fact that my body had taken on all this poison and I was okay was kind of like, okay, that's not good. So I just kind of started tinkering in my kitchen at first and was like, can I make something adult to drink? Can I make a non-alcoholic Negroni so that I can like kick back on a Sunday when I don't want to drink alcohol? And the answer is you can. It, it, take, it took me a couple of years to kind of, you know, perfect the first recipe for Curious Number One. But that's, that's really how Curious started. And I took it to friends' house parties and I um, took it to different events. And at one event in particular, the non-alcoholic elixir I made, Curious Elixir Number One, was being drunk way faster than the booze. And just because people really liked it. And that's when I was like, okay, this is not just for sober people. This is for people like me who are looking to drink less and just want something delicious. So that was kind of like the epiphany moment where it's like, oh, this is not just a hobby. This could be a business. Sure. And and how amazing, though, that you kind of checked yourself. Because I can imagine in the restaurant bar industry, it would be very easy to you know, just, uh, you know, pour yourself something and continue going, talking to patrons and clients and and that's difficult. So that's, that's amazing. So you did in fact yourself start tinkering away, as you said, creating these cocktails. Yes. And that was way, you know, that was years before like teaming up with food scientists and, you know, which I, I apprenticed with some very kind food scientists that I had hired. They let me work on a bunch of different drinks with them so I could learn how to do my own formulations and stuff like that. And so it was a multi-year process of kind of fooling around and learning. And, you know, cause you know, nobody knows anything when we start in this crazy world, you got to learn, you got to start somewhere. Right. Absolutely. So 
you, you, your ingredients include organic juices, herbs, spices, roots, sparks, and botanicals. Mm-hmm. How did you decide to add all those? Was it just starting with kind of the elementary, as you said, like creating something adult and then adding different elements to that? Walk me through that. Yeah. So it was twofold. Um, you know, one in, in my years living in New York city, you know, doing thrill list, going out to lots of different restaurants and bars, I became like a big cocktail nerd. Um, and so I loved learning about like the history of the blood and sand cocktail or the history, you know, the supposed history of the margarita. Um, and it started with trying to piece apart the different flavors that I loved, you know, like one of the flavors that I loved, um, was like ancho chili. It's like a smoky pepper, not super spicy. And that was one where I was like, Ooh, I definitely want to put that into a drink, um, because it's smoky and a little spicy, but it's, it's something adult that isn't just like a juice, you know? Cause like when you were looking at all these options in different restaurants, um, you'd lucky if they had like a ginger beer or something, if you weren't drinking, you know, they, there was nothing like in 20, you know, 2012, when I first had this, you know, night of 20 drinks, um, there was nothing on the market at all. You know, there was just wide open um, and no one was being served properly like adult options. And so as a bar owner myself, I was like, this is an opportunity to like help serve people better and make more money. So that's a win-win. But to your question about the botanicals and the ingredients specifically, it came from researching classic cocktails and new cocktails. And then when I shifted gears and I started running marketing for Daily Harvest, you know, superfood smoothies and soups and stuff like that, I learned about adaptogens. This is around 2014. Um, And then I became obsessed with like these different herbal remedies and adaptogens and learning about about how they can help the body. Because the real question was, and curious all started from questions, Karen, to be perfectly honest. It's like, what if I could make a, you know, an adult beverage that doesn't suck? And what if I, what if that, instead of making me feel bad the next day, actually could help support my body? And that's why Curious Elixirs is the first company to bring adaptogens into nightlife and into hospitality. Um, and it's still super early, like more and more companies are doing this now, but your average bartender doesn't know what rhodiola is. You're, you're lucky if they've heard of ashwagandha now that that's pretty trendy. Um, but these ingredients were not in vogue, you know, back in 2014 when I was first playing around. Sure. And can you just uh, describe for our listeners who may not know what adaptogens actually are? Absolutely. Um, so adaptogens are herbs and roots typically used in indigenous cultures all over the world from India to South America and Asia um, that help your body adapt to stress. For example, like rhodiola, which we use in Curious Number 1, you know, you may have heard of cortisol before. It's like kind of like the pain molecule. Um, So, you know, when you wake up in the morning, your cortisol is high and that's your body telling you like, go eat something. Um, And then your cortisol level goes down. What rhodiola does is that if your cortisol level is too low, it'll help raise it. If it's too high, it'll bring it down. These adaptogens are adaptable ingredients that help your body relieve stress and build immunity. Interesting. Wow. That's, that's amazing. In addition to all the other, the organic juices and the herbs and spices and things that you have in there, that's, that's pretty amazing. Plus indigenous 
an indigenous product like that, that or ingredients, it sounds like this could be taken around the world if it's not already, because it, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. Those markets. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible. So what does the market look like right now? You said you started in 2012, kind of starting this whole process. How has it changed? Mm-hmm. What have you seen? You said there was like really nothing on the market. Can you kind of describe that? Sure, sure. So take your average restaurant when we launched Curious Elixirs in 2015. Um, they'd have probably either Coke or Pepsi and they'll have club soda for you. And if you're lucky, they've made like some, you know, iced tea and lemonade that you can make into like a, you know, uh, Arnold Palmer or something like that. Um, But most places don't even have that. Um, So there was really nothing that was either bitter or smoky or rich um, or herbaceous or anything that really had kind of like a beginning, middle and an end when you're drinking it. And that's really what makes a cocktail to me. That's why we call ours cocktails. We don't refer to them as mocktails. They're curious elixirs. They're something that when you smell it, it smells intriguing, a little familiar, but a little different. You taste it and it changes as it goes through your mouth and as you swallow it, and then it has a different finish. So there's really kind of like a little trip, you know, a little flavor trip that your mouth goes on. Um, And that's kind of what we try to do with all of our drinks. That's what makes them adult. You know, it's very different than like, going to a restaurant and having a club soda, you know, or even like a, a flavored seltzer, they're, they're one note, you know, you taste kind of like one thing, um, two things right. if you're lucky. Yeah. So we try to make things that are complex, layered, and hopefully they give you a little bit, like I really try to make them have a little bit of nostalgia to them. Like when you drink mm-hmm. Curious Number 4, that's our Sicilian spritz. And mm-hmm. I tried to have it have a little bit there's this green mandarin flavor, which I love. And it tastes a little bit like you're having a creamsicle when you're a kid, you know, but that's just one note out of a bunch in the drink. And so you're tasting it and you're like, what is that that I'm tasting? And some people are like, oh, that's right. It reminds me of like a creamsicle, but it's not sweet. It's like, it has a bitter sweet finish. So you can tell I nerd out on this stuff, like really hardcore. (laughs) I love it. You're talking my language, JW. <laughs> I love this. I do agree because I have tried your elixirs. I appreciate your sending them. Um, and I do, it's it's really interesting because you don't want to just drink it down, like you say, like a club soda would be gone, you know, in a minute. <laughs> this yeah, is something you want to sip and yeah, kind of reflect and it is more adult. So very interesting. And we use some tricks to slow you down there too, you know, because we want people to like, like we use bitterness or we use smokiness or use spiciness. We use herbaceousness. Um, Not so much that you're like taken aback, but enough to where it slows you down and you can kind of pause in your day and be like, oh, right, I'm unwinding here. I'm not chugging a drink just for hydration. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're creating an experience and you, like an elevated experience. And yeah, it's um, I, I like that part of it, too. You're really like when you were talking about classic cocktails and going back to that, I feel like there's a movement right now to do so. And in doing that, you're really enjoying the time. You know, people mm. are, I think, you know, whether it's dining or or drinking, um, it's the same kind of thought going into it. Absolutely. 
And it's such, yeah. such a special moment when you can sit down either by yourself or with friends and you can toast to each other's health, you know, and you yeah. can kind of t- take that moment to pause and reflect and really engage with other people. You know, it's, it's kind of a sacred moment when you share a table with someone. And that's really what we're trying to do is, is to create these moments for people who either don't drink or are drinking less. And the number of people who are drinking less now is just astronomical and growing every day. So how many flavors do you currently have? We currently have eight Curious Elixirs. I've been working on number nine for a little more than a year. It's getting closer, um, but we're not quite there yet. But we have eight um, Elixirs, and they really run the gamut from you know, things that are inspired by very popular drinks to a couple that are just really out there and kind of wacky, but you know, we wanted to make bold, unique flavors that are all inspired by flavors that you might remember, but always a little different, you know, mm-hmm. like for example, um, curious number one, which is our pomegranate Negroni Spagliato. Um, so it's a lightly sparkling Negroni, like a stirred bittersweet Italian herbaceous drink that's typically made with, you know, Campari and sweet vermouth and gin. So we use a lot of the same ingredients that they use in those different liquors, but we don't, we take them in extract form and they're not distilled. Um, they're not, they're, they're not distilled where any alcohol is ever created. We're just taking the flavor itself and then mixing it with, in this case, pomegranate, bitter orange, lemon peel. And we make it a little different than what you would have um, in that, I also love, and this is a little bit nerdy, but I love like dry Lambruscos. They're like dry, chilled red wines um, that are sparkling. And so I wanted to have a little bit of that really rich mouthfeel, but with tiny bubbles. Um, So, cause it's, it's still a Negroni, but it's not, you know what I mean? We want to make something unique that people are like, Ooh, this is fun. This is different. And, and it makes it a lot harder for anybody else to make it that way because if you're trying to make something unique, you know, people generally aren't going to try and copy you right out because it's just different than what's already out there. Sure. Yeah. I love that idea. I hadn't thought of that, like extracting the flavors because like a Campari is you have so many bold flavors in that and slightly bitter. So to take out, you know, remove it without adding the alcohol, that's really interesting. And without the sugar. uh, Yeah. Yeah. The sugar, there's quite a bit of sugar as well. That's yeah, that true. was the other that was the other piece of this is why, you know, all of our elixirs, no refined sugar. It's only the natural sugars from the fruits themselves. So mm-hmm. like you're getting like the richness in curious number one comes from the pomegranate. It doesn't come from adding a bunch of sugar or and nothing fake ever. Um, and that's a huge thing that like people need to look out for as a lot of these non-alcoholic, you know, beverages are coming out. A lot of them mm-hmm. are filled with a bunch of fake stuff and, you know, take the time, read the label, see what's in it. This is literally going to become part of you. So pay attention. Right. please. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like the essence of, I always thought that meant, you know, essence of lime. I thought, Oh, that's just the, <laughs> the, the spritz of lime, but it's really not. It's a lot of chemicals and that's, yeah, that's but, really particularly good. natural flavors. Yeah. That's the big mystery yeah. box that, you know, anybody can put natural flavors on a, on a can and be like, yeah, it's natural. Is it though? Right. 
And now I understand why you don't call them mocktails. It's it's becoming more clear to me because mocktails are generally, they are filled probably with more sugars and and it's not something special like curious elixirs. It's just a more elevated experience. Yes, yes. Exactly and speaking of that, on. yes, you've made your way into some very impressive establishments and restaurants. Can you name a few of those? Sure. Um, I'd say the first you know, and one of the most famous restaurants in the world reached out to us in our first year and I was blown away. We didn't approach them, but the French Laundry approached us. Um, wow. I think they got targeted by one of our Instagram ads. Um, and one of the beverage directors there reached out to us and wanted to buy some Curious to try it out because they were, they're just naturally curious humans themselves. And um, we were lucky enough that they enjoyed it. And um but we've been served in a few different Michelin star restaurants um, across the country. Um, but we're also in places like Blue Note Jazz Club here in New York City, you know, and they they sell thousands and thousands of dollars worth of Curious every month because all of these people who are looking to drink lefts are just hiding in plain sight, waiting for something exciting to drink um, where they can feel special and where they can celebrate, you know. So um, we've been in all kinds of places everywhere from you know, like I said, Blue Note to Michelin star restaurants to, you know, Camps at Burning Man. It's kind of really runs the gamut in terms of um, where our customers are, because really there's over 100 million people in the U.S. who are cutting back on alcohol or don't drink at all. Right. So it's a staggering that, number of people. That's a lot. I, I, and who are those people? Like who, who are you finding? I, I've been reading mm-hmm. and I, of course, as I was researching, is it like the millennials, kind of the upper end of, I guess, maybe not Gen Z quite yet, but who, who are you finding? There's a few big groups. So certainly, yes, there are millennials who are looking for better options and looking to drink less. Um, there's also lots of people who live, say, 20 minutes outside of a major city um, that love getting curious to their house and you know, they're, they're not, you know, this is more like your Instacart shopper or something like that, or people who like to get stuff delivered to their house um, that are wellness focused, maybe 35 to 65 years old. So it's a pretty large group. Um, wow. But then we also have the people that are in their late 20s and early 30s who are, you know, picking up Curious or having it delivered to their house as well. So there's some pretty large groups. I, I'd say it's, it's bigger than I thought. <laughs> That's, which is, that's which great. is fantastic. Well, and I can see that becoming kind of like a cool thing too. Like we don't need to drink all the time. And like you have the speakeasy, like you say, and, and, and these groups of people who want to be more health conscious. I think wellness and health are, you know, really, that's a big, not even a trend right now, a big movement. And people, people want to pursue that in every area of their life. So. They certainly do. And, you know, we like to say it's, Curious is for people who want to get weird without getting wasted. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's good. You don't wake up thinking, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can, re- you can remember all of the fun stuff that you uh, did last, last night. You know, like <laughs> here, here in Brooklyn, we have Club Curious, which is um, our little sober speakeasy and arts club. And, you know, we have everything from comedy, you know, we have world-class comedians here to burlesque performers to Grammy nominated musicians. And, you know, so many of these performers and creatives 
you know, they don't want to get messed up. You know, they, they need, they, they work hard and they work hard on their art and they, they love having a place to come and make people laugh or, you know, make them just dance. You know, it's just, it's, it's a great experiment in nightlife here to see like what happens when we center creativity instead of alcohol. Sure. That's really interesting. Very interesting. So I understand that you have a very robust direct-to-consumer business. Where else can people find your products? The best place um, to find us is through CuriousElixirs.com. They can find us in hundreds of specialty stores across America. Um, We're not in Whole Foods yet um, or kind of like big grocery store chains. Although I think it's about the right time. I mean, we're selling millions of bottles of Curious every year now. And I think it's about the time where people are starting to understand, wow, there's, there are great alcohol alternatives out there now. Um, why don't we try the best ones? Um, and so I think for people who want to try Curious, the best way to do it is to either come to us and tell us, where would you like, where would you like Curious to be seen? We would love to go into your local store and, you know, and pour some for them and see if it's a good fit. Um, or um, eventually we'd like to get into more grocery stores so that, you know, 20 years from now, we want to be in every hotel, every cruise ship, you know, airline, um, every wedding venue. You know, we want it so that a generation from now, it's not even a question of like whether you're drinking alcohol or not. Everybody should have something to have a good time. Absolutely. It, it seems like the airlines could really use your help right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard, I've heard that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's a really good market. <laughs> okay. We are going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, JW will share a recipe with us. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered how confectionaries are made, how spirits are distilled, or how scallops are harvested? Well, I'm Karen Antonini, the host of the Cultivated by Karen show. Each week, we'll take you around the world from the shores of Nantucket to the hills of Donegal to the Douro Valley. Our guests share their inspiring journeys, recipes, tips, insights, and more. Find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, and Spotify. If you enjoy the show, please don't forget to subscribe and like. Follow us at Cultivated by Karen show on Instagram. Welcome back. I'm your host, Karen Antonini, and you're listening to the Cultivated by Karen show. For more information about this episode and others, please visit cultivatedbykaren.com and at Cultivated by Karen show on Instagram. I've been speaking with my guest, J.W. Wiseman, about his curious elixirs and the non-alcoholic beverage industry and all the success he's had with this. So, J.W., at this point in the show, I always ask my guests to share a recipe. I am curious to hear what you have to share with us today. Sure. Well, I'll share with you our summer sangria, a.k.a. our sangria, playing off of the French word for without. Um, It says it's without alcohol. 
So that's uh, that would be with three ounces of Curious Elixir number eight, along with frozen blackberries, cherries, strawberries, whatever berries you have in the freezer. Um, put three ounces of Curious Elixir number eight, along with those as your ice cubes and three ounces of soda water. Give it a stir. Let it sit in the sun for 30 seconds. Take a deep breath and then enjoy. Very easy. Wow. I love that. I love the simplicity of it and something that can be enjoyed by all. I love it. And, and perfect for summer. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. JW, where can people find more information about you and Curious Elixirs? The best place to find us is on CuriousElixirs.com or, you know, Instagram um, at Curious Elixirs is a great place to uh, find more information and just kind of get a sense of our vibe. Um, you know, we take our drinks very seriously, but we don't take life, you know, too seriously because, um, you know, you, you got to take the good with the bad and kind of laugh a little bit at yourself um, to kind of get through the challenges that everybody's going to face. Um, so I would say find us on, uh, on Instagram um, or on our website, CuriousLixers.com. I love that. Your Instagram is great. Your videos are incredible. And I think uh, you have some other recipes on your site as well. So people are interested and I encourage everyone to go check it out, find some curious elixirs because they, they are great. And um, I really, I just appreciate learning more about it. Thank you so much, JW. Thank you, Karen. Appreciate being here. And thanks for helping to spread the sober curious gospel. I mean, getting this in front of more people so that they know and they can feel included at parties and functions that that's where the real change is going to happen. You know, we want it so that like every house party you go to or every dinner party, there should be a high quality non-alcoholic option. In addition to the wine or the cocktails or whatever, we're not an anti-alcohol brand. We just want to seat at the table, you know, cause people who are sitting there, then they don't want to come to the next dinner party. If they're like feeling left out, this is just a way to make everybody feel included and have a great time. That's really what it's about. That's right. All about the experience and being together. I love that. Yes. Well, here's to your continued success. Such a pleasure. To yours. Thank you, Thank Karen. You. Thank you. Thank you, friends and fellow food aficionados for joining us today. I'd like to thank my producer, John Iannuzzi, Park City Productions. See you next time for more culture, cuisine, and comfort.